Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Hello, welcome back to the Do's Pile podcast. My name is Jack. This is the gorgeous bat crazy Elizabeth Allen. Oh, top of the morning to you. To be sure, to be sure, <laughs> to be sure. It's my last time to do a stereotypical accent. Hurrah! Oh, mammy! <laughs> I think it's got to be at least a little accurate to be stereotypical. That doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> oh, no, my potato. Oh, my potato. Oh, no, my potato in the microwave exploded. Oh, no. For the sixth time, for the sixth time in five episodes, uh-huh. that was a famine. People died and you're mocking it. You're <gasps> mocking it. No because they didn't have any potatoes to put in the microwave. Oh, God. All right. Well, it's obviously a non-offensive time in history. Oh, the boondock saints. Oh. <laughs> if you haven't picked up from Liz's terrible accent, it is Jamaica week on the Deuce Pop. <laughs> it's not. Of course it's not. We are finishing up Ireland. It is our final episode of the Irish at the Eurovision Song Contest 2011 through to their, well, to date, most recent entry, 2019. Liz, are you ready to get into it for one last time? Oh, I tell you, I am as ready as a twin lying on the floor of the Eurovision stage. Well, funny you should mention that because we are going to start in 2011. It is, of course, and... I have been waiting for them to pop up for so long. Jedward. Jedward! Jedward have finally made it to the Eurovision stage for the first time. They were selected for Ireland and everyone, in, especially in the British press, went, are you kidding me? Jedward? Jedward for Ireland? Jedward? And then the British promptly got beaten on the scoreboard by Jedward. <laughs> Uh, who sent the song Lipstick, and they finished eighth in the final. It got 12s from Denmark, Sweden, and, fittingly enough, the United Kingdom, 10s from Finland and Latvia, and 8s from Germany, Malta, and Slovakia. It's the first time Ireland had received 12 points in a final since 2003. Ooh. And the second time since 1999. Wow. Well, I guess the third time. Um it got more 12 points in this one contest, in this one entry, than Ireland had had in the entire 21st century up to that point. <laughs> Although not hard to do considering their acts in the 21st century. I can take it century. one step even further. Oh, okay. It's the most they got um, in a final, most 12s they got um, since they last won in 1996. Wow. In total. Wow. There you go. Um, what can you say about Jedward? You can fault a lot of things, but energy and performance are not one of them. What did you think? <laughs> oh, my Lord. We've talked about Jedward at length on this show. And if you were an evil genius sitting in an evil lair at- <laughs> on a le- on a uh, 
evil island in the middle of nowhere trying to perfect the perfect Eurovision act to secretly hide a nuclear bomb in, you would grow in your tanks. <laughs> Jedward. Oh, my Lord. This is everything that you want at Eurovision. It is big. It is loud. It is all over the place. It is majestically awful. I love everything about this. It's got twins. It has the Eurovision record for the tallest hair on the Eurovision stage. Not to mention the record for the biggest shoulder pads as well on the Eurovision stage. And the biggest shoulder pads. Oh, my Lord. Never forget. It's Mad Max with bright red bling. It is fantastic. It's, it's Mad Max at Mardi Gras. Oh, it, it is Mad really Max is. at Mardi Gras. That's it. It is Mad yeah. Max Mardi Gras. They are so enthusiastic. I honestly have to have a nap after every time <laughs> I watch this. They're doing backflips, front flips, side kicks, other kicks, ninja kicks, running around the stage. There has never been more energy expelled on the Eurovision stage. I Love this. But can we talk? Can we talk about, I think, the thing that definitely hurt them? Whoever did the audio for this live production, for the grand final performance, the audio on this, the audio mix levels is, it's one of the most shocking examples I've ever seen on the Eurovision stage. I swear the backing vocalist is louder than them. You can hardly hear the music. You can hardly hear them. It is a terrible audio mix. Do you think there may be a reason for that? Like, do you think that was an oversight? Or do you think there was purpose behind reducing Jedward's vocals? No, I because they couldn't have, they could <laughs> not have sounded worse than their backup singer. Um, like she is yeah. not a lead singer for a reason. Um, she was not the one who was, like, putting that song over the edge. Like, sure, their vocal yeah. performance wasn't the best, but you didn't – you're prepared to sacrifice that for the energy. It was just whoever did the levels did it completely wrong and I think set the levels for another song. And I think that's what really um, hampered them in the grand final. It is a shocking audio production issue. My biggest question here, and you're right about everything you've said so far, cartwheels leaping in the air, everything is great. Uh How did this finish eighth when Azerbaijan won the contest? Yeah, yeah. It's unforgivable. It's shocking. And we've said this before, like uh, the other problem is the other like standout hit of this year was, of course, uh, Eric from Sweden, I will be popular, I will be popular. Now, the two of them are very energetic pop songs by young, you know, uh, good-looking young'uns. I think the problem is, I think if it was a year, if Jedward was there without Eric or Eric was there without Jedward, I think either one of them would have won the contest. But I think basically you had that huge vote got split down the middle between Jedward and Eric. And essentially you lost 50% of the votes because people were too busy 
Um, Jedward and Eric knocked each other out and Azerbaijan happened by accident, basically. They cut through the middle almost. Yes. I can see that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually can't add anything to what you've said. I love Jedward. I to this day I love Jedward. I still listen to their new singles when they drop. Yeah. They're not getting better. <laughs> the singles are not, you know, they're not bringing Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> but they're staying true to Jedward. Yes. Um it this was this was phenomenal. I mm. I can barely fault this. I wanted to not do this. Yeah. But I'm going to do it. Oh. What Song, are you do? performance, fashion. Perfect tens. I gave the song a 30 out of 30. What about you? Oh, wow. Well, when you look at this, and, and like I said, there was, you know, you, you, you have to be critical when you do this job. Um, you do. So I thought, okay, I'm going to put emotion aside and I'm only going to give them 10, 10, 10. <laughs> <laughs> that is our second Ever. Second Woo! ever. Perfect 60. We have been doing this for, what, 70 episodes now? And oh. only Helena Paparitsu and Jedward have hit perfect 60s. So that is yeah, that's this, an achievement right there. The, everything about this is so perfectly awful. I love it. I want to preserve it and shoot it into space. This is mankind's greatest <laughs> moment. Well, if you loved that one, you might like 2012 as well because it was, yet again, Jedward representing Ireland on the Eurovision stage, this time with the song Waterline, but it did finish 19th in the final. It got a 10 from the UK, 5s from Latvia, the Netherlands and Sweden, and 4s from Belgium, Denmark, Finland and Iceland. They are back. It is a good song, but let's face it, it's no lipstick. It would be hard to replicate lipstick again. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I loved the suit of armor. I love oh, the yeah. outfits. Oh. Don't get me wrong about that. Yeah. I thought actually I kind of almost preferred this, the outfit at least. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Something of the magic just didn't come around the second time. What did you think? It's the hair, isn't it? I was I was very. It dis- might be the hair. I was very disappointed by the flatness of their hair. It was kind of the gimmick. Mm. It's what they're known for. It's kind of like Verka appearing without her star. You're just kind of like, oh, yes. there's something missing. I, I re- like Verka with a polite bun mm. would not be the same. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's just not the same. I really think they did a misstep when they got rid of the giant mohawks. I think they definitely should have come back just for recognizing, you know, value. But oh my God, you're right. The outfits I love. And it's Jedward. They're like, oh my God, we're the most energetic people on place. What could we possibly do to top this? I don't know. What do we do? What have we got? Nothing. Should we have a costume change? No. Should we have some fireworks? Oh, we could. Or maybe we will bring an entire fountain on stage (laughs) and then we will jump around in it like kiddies at the pool. Oh, my Lord. What a fountain! At the, the water end. fountain was very, very cool. Oh, I really liked the water fountain. Genius. Can I say the bit at the end where they like just jump in the fountain and then get all wet and then they're all, look at us. Whoa! Like all wet. I could hear like all the teeny boppers just like, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're right. I mean, as much as I enjoy Waterline, it's just, it's not lipstick. It's not as catchy. I think yeah. that's where this goes wrong. The song basically 
is not as good as Jedward or their outfits. Agreed. I agree. Um, song seven, performance seven, fashion and eight mm-hmm. for a 22. It's lacking some of the magic. It is. Uh, it, the song is lacking some of the magic. That being said, it is very catchy and it makes me want to dance. So song, I give 8.5. Performance gets an 11. Oh, my God. <laughs> who brings a fountain on stage? Only Jedward. That's who. Fashion. Give me a 10. Woo! Wow. So 29.5 for you plus a 22 from me. <laughs> that is a 51 and a half for Jedward. Jedward forever. <laughs> Literally, I feel like these two songs have scored more points than every song last week during Ireland's just collapse. And rightly so. I Rightly so. I think Rightly they, so, I think. I think, you know what, they should basically just stop sending acts if they're not Jedward just so they can save up to buy more fountains for Jedward when they return. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about a post-Jedward Ireland because in 2013 they actually sent – a man named Ryan Dolan with the song Only Love Survives. He did make the final, but then he finished last. Another last place for Ireland. Not looking good, especially coming off the back of Jedward. I mean, at least they're making the final. Mm-hmm. This one got two in the final from Cyprus and Sweden and one from the UK. I'm always a fan of shirtless buff men hitting stuff, uh, but this one's, I don't know, a bit generic. I didn't hate it. But I wasn't uh, I wasn't blown away into that. It wasn't it, it it couldn't live up to Jedward. It couldn't. Yeah. What did you think? No, I think you've hit it you've hit it nail like right on the head. Like it penny in the fountain. It's it just doesn't have the pizzazz of Jedward. It's right it starts off I got very excited when it started off two oiled shirtless men with dark tattoos banging a drum. Yes, please. Hello, sister. I am already on board. But you're right, the song, it's a little repetitive. I don't actually think it deserved last place, though. Like, he actually gives uh, a great vocal performance. Again, there's, there's shirtless men's with drums. You know what? I think his performance and just the whole performance needed more drama. And dare I say it, possibly a cape. I reckon a cape would absolutely have helped. Have you ever seen a cape? lessen someone's chances at Eurovision? Never. I've never. Never. Oh, no. Oh, except maybe. What was that act with the stilts? Yeah. <laughs> with this, where he then ah, hit the backup um... singer in the face with this. I don't even, <laughs> still don't even know what that was. What was, was that? Azerbaijan? Right. Was that Azerbaijan? For the most part, I think it was Azerbaijan. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, <laughs> capes help. Yes. With exceptions. There's yeah. always an exception to every rule. Um, but yeah, I didn't feel magic for this one. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't a bad song. Someone always has to finish last, but this one was lucky, lucky to qualify to me. Um, song performance and fashion fives, at least his outfit fit perfectly. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the same. It was, you know, it, it didn't offend me as the stuff they had sent last episode. Um, not bad. I actually gave it sixes across the board. That is an 18 from you. A 15 from me and a 33 between the pair of us. Excellent, excellent stuff. Ireland are consistently passing. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry. They're doing fine. 2014, uh-oh, it was Can Lynn featuring Casey Smith with Heartbeats and it didn't qualify for the final, unfortunately. Seven from Macedonia, five from Poland and the UK and fours from Österreich, Austria, and Malta. 
more electro pop from Ireland, but this one was pretty forgettable for me. Mm. Let me just knock it out of the park here. There's not much energy. I do love her gold dress. She looks really majestic. But I feel like there was a lot of different ways that this performance, the song kind of didn't fully match the performance. The performance didn't have the energy of the song. The fashion was fine to me. Like I really liked her dress. But again, Ireland, they struck lightning and, well, lightning struck Ireland twice in a row with Jedward. Yeah. And I think... I don't think they were able to figure out the formula. I think we're more back to Ireland last week than mm. we are Jedward. What do you think? Yeah, it was kind of like they, they really went back to their old stock standard of, oh, we don't know, like throw a bit of river dance in and a girl with like a violin. Like they literally had backup Dan. It was just two dudes trying to do river dance. River dance doesn't work with two yeah. people. I'm sorry. It's just not as impressive. It's a dull song. It is a flat vocal performance. Um, the, and the steps that the dancers are doing seem to be for a different song to the song that's being sung. Um, <laughs> They're just slow dancing to Frank Sinatra's My Way yeah, just, right across do, 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 the Eurovision do, 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 stage. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, and I think you're right. I think the fashion is the only interesting part of this performance. Like I love what she's wearing. I love what the backup dancers are wearing. I love what the dudes are wearing. Um it's the only thing that interests me to this performance. Um, song and performance, I both gave threes, but the fashion, I gave an eight. I love a man in a skirt. That is a 14 from you. Much the same as you. I've actually, I didn't hate the song. I've given the song a six, performance also a three, fashion also an eight for a 17 plus your 14. Oh, that's a pass. It's a narrow pass, but it's a 31 for Ireland in 2014. 2015 going to roll straight along. I feel like there's so much less to talk about now we're done with Jedward. Je- yeah, that was all <laughs> like, we had. Jedward. We're almost just going through the motions here, but we'll keep it up because Ireland do deserve it. They're a powerhouse. We've got to at least give them their due. 2015, Molly Sterling with the song Playing With Numbers did not qualify, but in the semi it got eight from the UK, five from the Czech Republic and San Marino, and four from Latvia. I actually, you're going to disagree, but I actually thoroughly enjoyed this one oh, i, I knew really you liked the song <sighs> you know i love a good piano ballad i'm a sucker for it um it's lovely it's really simple and i think if ireland aren't gonna send something either overwhelmingly i want them i want them to take a break from electro pop mm. because they haven't mastered it do you know what i mean mm, mm. not not your cup of tea so this was at least a change of pace for me how about you uh, yeah, to me, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's generic soft ballad for easy listening radio, but you were never going to win Eurovision with it. So, again, that annoys me. Why send it if it's not, you know, the only time I don't mind you sending a song that's not going to win is if you're sending a song with a message that's going to make the world a better place, um, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure style. <laughs> Not going to do it with this. Um, yeah, look, I gave this song a 3.5, performance 3, fashion 0. Just, oh, wow. I'm not excited. For six, 6.5 from you, quite yeah. the opposite to me. 
I thought it was just lovely, lovely, lovely. If you don't want electropop from Ireland, Europe, what do you want? Do you want this? <laughs> do you just want Johnny Logan roaring yes. one of Jedward on the stage? Yes. Is that what you want? Yes. While Neve Kavanagh floats in the background. I don't know what you I want. But So I've given the song an 8.5. What? I've given the performance a 6 and fashion a 6. 20.5 for me, but you hated it so much. That's not a pass. That's a 27. Yeah. They're right not to pass with that. They're right not to pass. <laughs> Let's see if you like 2016 more. Oh, it's a little bit of Westlife in our life. It's Nikki <laughs> Byrne with the song Sunlight. And unfortunately, unfortunately, because I did enjoy this song, he also did not qualify. Mm-hmm. Now. We are in the jury televote split era. So a seven in the televote from Australia and the UK, Uh fours from Belgium and Denmark, twos from Norway, Poland and Switzerland. But in the jury, only a four from Denmark, a three from Norway, twos from Israel, Italy, Ukraine, and unfortunately from the United Kingdom as well. What did you think, Lizzie? Look, um... Look, we'll say it off the bat. He's an attractive man. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty human being. <laughs> he is. He is. I think it, it was it in 2014 he was the second sexiest man in Ireland, according to their polls. That's not fair. Dustin the Turkey rigged that vote. He should not have won. <laughs> he totally shouldn't. Um, Stop the steal. Stop the steal. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know what? It's. You can tell uh, that, you know, obviously as a member of Westlife, you know, he knows how to just give a good performance, run through the motions. Although, to be honest, it's, I mean, it's Westlife. What do you expect? It's generic. Um, I mean, there's no oomph to the song. Like, there are some catchy bits through it, but there's just not enough to, like, raise it up to that sort of Eurovision level. Um I gave the song 4.5, performance 5, fashion a zero. You get the fashion a zero for this? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting because, again, we are not going to agree on this song. That's an 8.5 from you, by the way. I don't understand why he wasn't, like, shirtless and oiled. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the traditional Irish tradition of getting your oil. Definitely never mm-hmm. seen the sun kit out on Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't Love- need you wouldn't need stage lighting if you got a shirtless Irishman on stage. Yeah, just have the light bouncing off it. Ah, hey, yeah. you know what? Some of us just like a pasty man. Not all of us are into the bronze look. I'm going to be honest. I love a pasty dad bod. I I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I kind of disagree with you. I pitched it anyway. <laughs> you totally disagree. I with thought. Me. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree. I um I also found this to be pretty standard performance wise. Like mm. it's just a standard band performance mm. for me. I actually really thoroughly like this song. I think it's a song that builds well. I think it's a song that is very accessible as you listen mm. to it. Like it's not too niche. As we talked about the Ukrainian entry for twenty twenty one back on Do's News earlier this week. Mm-hmm. I find that one not very accessible to a casual viewer. Like mm-hmm. it's a fan wank for sure. The fans love it. And I'm sure they're right to. Yeah. But I don't find it accessible. This one may be too accessible mm-hmm. in that it's very, very, very paint by numbers. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that's fine provided you've got an upbeat performance to go along with it. Yeah. This one 
didn't. Yeah. This one had a very, very stock standard performance mm. and I think it let it down. Biggest stage show, I reckon this one would have gotten through to the final, but yeah, I actually really love his jacket. I think he's looking minty fresh. Mm. So song seven, performance four, fashion a seven. That's uh, an 18 from me. Ah, uh, just An 8.5 from you. <laughs> think how much better the stage value would have been shirtless and oiled that's all i'm gonna say i'll just i'll leave that on the i'll leave that on the i'll leave that on the table island shirtless and oiled shirtless and oiled hindsight is 2020 mm. and also in the case of ireland very blindingly white so <laughs> we'll have to come back to that. that's a 26 and a half from us hey guess what it's 2017 Ooh. it's brendan murray with the song dying to try he didn't make the final again this is becoming yet another trend for ireland in the semi-final, it got seven from Estonia, six from Romania, and five from Denmark. And in the juries, ten from Austria, eight from Lithuania, and a seven from Estonia. It was actually written by James Newman, mm. who was set to represent the UK last year at the cancelled Eurovision, if you remember. Oh. If we were deep sea diving... And no one came to... You remember the song anyway. Uh, if you were deep sea diving, you'd find one point for the UK. That one? <laughs> you messy bitch. What did you think about this song? Oh, look. Look, okay. 2017. You know what? It feels like it's supposed to be in junior Eurovision, to be honest. Um, from him, he looks eight to the decoration of the fake hot air balloon, to the high pitch of his notes. It's just, it like really, if you tuned in, if you came back from a bathroom break, you'd be like, oh, yeah, they're showing a junior Eurovision entry. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know, it was just, it, yeah, it honestly just, this is the child's table at the end of the dining room for the kids at Christmas dinner. That's how I feel about this song. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Just, it, j yeah, you're just like, oh, you know, thank you for trying because you don't want to make the kid cry. Uh, but, yeah, no, Ireland needs to grow up. The weirdest thing about this is that at the very end of the performance when he stops singing. Yes. And he's like, I'm tired to try. And he's like, thank you very much. I had a great time. See you later. I was like, what the fuck is that? What <laughs> just happened here? <laughs> eight-year-old boy to like, to like a dock worker in his 30s, like buttoned out his cigarette yeah, right. like down to the pub. Oh my like, God. what the hell? Yeah, I don't know why it's they really chose. really jarring. Yeah, I don't know why they chose the key that they chose to sing it in because it was, it was not impressive. It was creepy. It was a little impressive. It made Mariah Carey's like whistle register sound like Cher doing Believe. You know what I mean? Like it was very high. But um, I actually liked the hot air balloon. I thought the idea was fine, but there's not enough in the pieces they've put on stage um, to kind of cohesively get together. So I've given song 6.5, performance 5, but he looked good. That's a 7. I've given an 18.5 overall. What about you? Oh, yeah. Um, one of us might have been sucking on some hot air gas. Um, I, <laughs> I just gave twos across the board. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Wow. 
Um, that is a 24.5. I would pop Again, his balloon. Again, not a pass. <laughs> I would pop his balloon. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Let's roll along to a very special entry to me. It's 2018. It's Ryan O'Shaughnessy with the song Together. He finished 16th in the final. The Televoters, he got 10 from the UK and 8 from Australia and 7 from Albania and Germany. And in the jury, 10 from the Czech Republic, 8 from Germany and 6 from Switzerland. Liz, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How did this finish 16th? This is... <laughs> One of the most gorgeous and touching performances, mm-hmm. as a gay man probably, I have ever seen at the Eurovision con- uh, Song Contest. I was, f- I love this in my entire soul. Like, I cannot believe a chick making chicken noises won, and this was in, like, the bottom half of the scoreboard. Uh-huh. Like, no offence, Netta, but you didn't deserve it. Like, I'm just going <gasps> to say it. Israel were the wrong winners in 2018. No. I get it, Liz. No. I know. Feminist, feminist, curvy girl pride. You got to stick together. But also, <laughs> this was better than Netta. No. Like, everything was better than no, Netta. No, no, no. For those who uh, haven't seen the the performance, as obviously, you know, it, it starts off, it's Ryan um, singing the song together. And when they were auditioning for dancers for this song, um, you know, they auditioned dancers. And they decided they wanted to get the best dancers in the country. The best two dancers to audition were two men. And so somewhat, they, Ryan said, well, why don't we have two men give this dance performance as a couple in love and their relationship uh, and the breakdown of that relationship? And so they did. And are we going to talk about the controversy? I was going to bring it up a little later, but hey, why? Well, when you're in the mood, let's let's hit the controversy intro. Controversy, controversy, controversy. All righty, now the controversy. Lay it on us. Oh, the controversy comes from the land of China. Um, when this performance was aired, and the two dancers. Uh, uh, revealed to be a homosexual couple, two men in a relationship. Uh, China cut coverage to the performance and refused to air the performance because it was that of a gay couple. As a result, the EBU terminated their broadcasting rights I immediately. love that. I love that because the ebu was like well this is the biggest market in the world this Mm -hmm. could be really huge for eurovision this is Mm -hmm. literally two billion people watching eurovision yeah and it took china acting out once and china always a bastion of progress and and you know human rights and stuff but china axed it and the ebu said Go fuck yourself. You're not, you don't get it. We don't care about the broadcast rights. We don't care about the deal. Mm. That's it. You broadcast it all, inclusion in any form, or you get the hell out of Eurovision. Yeah. And China got the hell out of Eurovision. The EBU was like, that's it. You don't get it anymore. And I think the EBU kicked ass. That was the right choice to yeah. make. You know what? Let me, you know, this may not work too well on the medium of radio, but to the U, the EBU and their fast, swift response, let me just say this. She's on her feet. She's slow clapping, which does feel a little sarcastic. She's speeding it up now because she's noticed what I've said. 
<laughs> and now she's doing a Mexican wave. had a hat that I could throw off. Well done, EBU. That's how we make the world a better place. People standing up for like what's right, what's decent, for people to two people to be in love or three people to be in love or four people to be in love, regardless of their sex, gender or orientation. EBU hats off to you. And hats off to Liz. You actually just turned a standing applause into the nut bush. So <laughs> <laughs> that was fun to watch as well. Um, yeah, look, back to the song though. This was an injustice. This, mm. And not just the performance. I, I'm not going to get too emotionally involved and I can take a step back from it. I absolutely adore this song. Uh-huh. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was mm. exactly what Ireland have been looking for mm. as an entry. I think this oh, is yeah. exactly what they needed. No more former pop stars, mm-hmm. no more electro pop songs that they find on Audio Jungle. Mm-hmm. This is what they needed. This is authentic mm. and I loved it. <gasps> that's so, because that's exactly what I've written down here in my description. I've just really about, I've just written honest performance. Exactly. That's what I wanted from Ireland. Authenticity and it's in the best way. This is to me Ireland's eighth Eurovision winner. It should have been. But it's not. I don't care if it puts them two ahead of Sweden instead of one. I don't care. Ireland deserve this. I am just giving it song 12, performance 10, fashion 10 for 32. Highest score I've ever given out. Oh, wow. Wow. Excellent. Um, I, you may not like me too much. <laughs> it's already passed. I don't care what you do. Um. I I actually I give the song a five point five. Um, oh God! I give the fashion a zero. Performance, however, I love it. Straight ten. <laughs> you can't say straight ten if it's a single ten. Oh, I know. Oh my God! Not- <laughs> oh my God! How LBQTIG. Bad of me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so that is that is a forty-seven point five for Ryan O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, and Liz will be taking the next plane back to China once the <laughs> pandemic is over. We've only got one more song to talk about tonight. It's twenty nineteen. It's Sarah McTurnan with the song twenty two. It didn't qualify. In fact, it finished last in its semi-final. The televote was only three points from the UK. And the jury was just an eight from Italy. What did you think? This, okay, for those who can't remember, because I completely forgot Ireland 2019 until it started playing. And then I was like, same. Oh my God, that's right. I've repressed this memory. (laughs) It is so (laughs) random. For those who have also repressed it, I'm sorry, we're going to dig up the memory. Ireland decides to go with a 50s diner theme um with backup dancers drinking milkshakes like a bad high school production of Greece. um <laughs> yes exactly you know what this looks to me it looks more like an average performance on one of those like x-factor shows than a grand eurovision spectacular to me um it's it, it's so blur i mean it offends no what there is no chance of you offending anyone possibly except possibly feminists um because she needs to move yes, on from exactly. that relationship <laughs> um, but 
Well, to be fair, her ex-boyfriend was one of the guys on Ryan Shaughnessy's stage performance. So <laughs> she's dealing with a lot of new information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you, I, I mean, why? Can you explain this to me? Look, the problem I think with this one is that I know this is a song she wrote authentically. Like we're talking about authenticity. She wrote this song about actual experiences that she had in life, right? about all the times they had together. It's just that to then turn it into an American 50s-style diner oh. when she has absolutely no energy. Like oh. this is this is just someone's taken her batteries out. Someone has put a reverse Barocca in her mm. drink mm. and just mm. instead of giving her a day's worth of energy, it's zapped it out of her. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I like the vibe, but it's not the right fits this feels really low budget to me yeah and i think i think sarah was is hard done by by the performance that they've worked out for her to do at eurovision yeah i think this is just another example of like the problem is the modern the modern island just hasn't found itself like it's in that place like it has the pressure of for so long like we've you know I mean we've walked the green mile recently um that was Ireland basically you know a sparrow cracking a fart and they win yes the reign of terror you won't let me say no (laughs) (laughs) so you know we've been there we've done that and they have the pressure of that and everyone's saying they have more awards than everybody but now in the modern day just like they don't know they're like who is Ireland at Eurovision I don't think they know I don't think we know I don't think we know either I think you're right I just this one was nice and I I enjoyed it I have actually passed this one but I don't think it was the right fit so song and fashion seven performance of four for an 18 for me how about you no I am so anti this Whatever this is, <laughs> I'm against it and I would sign a petition for it to never happen again. I give the song a one, the fashion a one, the performance flat zero. For a two from you and a 20 between the pair of us. <laughs> well, with Sarah McTurnan, we have come to the end of Ireland. Ooh. What a wild five weeks this has been. I feel like we've been all over the shop. We've been weird in the 60s getting there in the 70s if a little bit off owning it in the 80s oh yeah literally reinventing the contest in the 90s mm-hmm. falling on our face in the noughties and then mm-hmm. intermittently redeeming ourselves in the teens mm. it's a yeah it, i think this is like the most jarring opposite um sort of results i think from any country um it's either just it is jaw-droppingly brilliant or it is just so god-awful bad you want to bury it in the backyard. Yes, I agree with you. I think, I think you're right. Um, they, they, they go all in, whether it's good or bad, Ireland are balls deep at Eurovision. Mm-hmm. So um, our three winners tonight, by the way, no Ooh. surprise to anyone. In third place, it was my all-time to date favourite Eurovision entry, Ryan O'Shaughnessy with... Uh, together nice. on a 47.5. Mm-hmm. Second place was, of course, the Irish Twins. It was Jedward. Woo-hoo! But in 2012, with the song Waterline on a 51.5, and taking it out with what is technically a perfect score from the two of us, technically only the second song ever to hit 60, it is, of course, Jedward again, 2011, Woo-hoo! Lipstick. <laughs> so yeah like we said touch and go with ireland throughout mm. the years but i think they've done pretty well in, the, in well i wouldn't say 
consistently well in the last decade, but they've had their moments. Oh, yeah. And when they do it well, when they touch me, I want them to touch me all night long. Johnny Logan, (laughs) I'm looking at you. Let's move away from this. It's time for comment of the week. Comment of the week. Oh, yeah. All right, so as you do every week, you have tracked down one Eurovision video we've talked about this week. You've gone through the comments and you found the best of the best. Let me just throw it out there. Which Jedward video have you picked? <laughs> Obviously, I had to pick Lipstick 2011. Of course. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I love it. Uh, basically, the comment section is mainly a lot of people commenting uh, about the fact of, you know, how much they loved Jedward when they were three Um, or their parents reminding them one day randomly about how much they used to love Jedward when they were five. (laughs) Um, A lot of love. Um, Marie Blackwood, who's literally described the performance as, my last two brain cells at 3am having a party. (laughs) That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, it's Meg Harding and simply said she's still salty because this didn't win. I, I'm with you, Meg. I'm with you. I feel you 100%. Laura, I actually have no regrets that I listened to Jedward instead of One Direction as a kid. This is bloody everything. Can't agree with that. disagree Preach with that. Uh, Shadow Dorcher <laughs> has uh, echoed an opinion we've said before. They weren't supposed to exist. The cloning experiment went horribly wrong and they escaped. Uzikipanyu <laughs> uh, has simply said, culture was truly invented that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Pray for us all. Pray for us all. <laughs> Just Vibin has said what we're all thinking. I love how iconic this duo is. They should be brought back every now and then, like Verka. It is weird that they roll out Alexander Ryback every 10 minutes. Maria Sarifovich basically lives in a broom closet. But Jedward haven't been back since. I know. Travesty. Absolute travesty. travesty. Hopefully this year. Knock on wood. That's not wood, but I'm still knocking on it. Touch. Uh, <laughs> yumminess has simply said, I miss this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but our comment of the week goes to Chloe, who I think sums up what all of us think when we watch this and look back on this wonderful performance. I still can't believe this is a thing that actually happened. <laughs> that is definitely comment, comment of the of week. week. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think that sums it up well. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in for another episode. Um, next week is the start. Do you know who's next, Liz? Do you know who's next? Oh, oh. <gasps> uh, let me go through the alphabet. Uh, Israel. Am it's I right? a baka baka boom, ba baka boom boy. You're right. It's Israel. Woo-hoo. So we'll be taking a look at Israel at the Eurovision Song Contest. A lot of wins in there. A lot of history. A lot of controversy as well along the way. So mm-hmm. we'll get to that when we get to. A lot that. of chicken noises. A lot of chicken noises as well. <laughs> Too many chicken noises, if you ask me. So if you don't follow us on social media, we are at Do's Poir Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. We will be back on Tuesday with another Do's News. Um, we love you. I guess we'll, if we know, won't see you on Tuesday, we'll see you right here next Friday for Israel. Shalom. Lizzie, do you want to sing us out? Oh, no. Do you want to join me? Join me in a river dance out. Let's river dance out. Hey. Okay. You ready? Three, 
Spectacular. That was shit. Good night. Eat your heart out flatly.